Are we live? Are we live? Yes, we Where's are. My ah, 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 back to the roots. Back to the roots. The oh, originals. What? The ori- The OGs. The originals. The OG the LKs. The OG LKs. Back when we were actually a general sports podcast. And not like- <laughs> Remember back when we had, like, substance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked music. Remember that? I, I know. Like, yeah. We talked, like, real life. Oh, my goodness. We yeah. were such a good pod back then. <laughs> Hello everyone <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to the Leg Kick uh, podcast. Um, I am your host David joined by my wonderful co-host and um, supreme ruler Michael. How are you doing today? I, I prefer the term pure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I fully I, I fully said um, along the um, in terms of our, our dynamic, I am not the leader of anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Michael is the leader, the dictator. Um, people don't know this, but behind the scenes, he's actually a very authoritative person. Um, and I'm here to tell you that this is an intervention, and you have a problem. Oh, wow. right. I can stop whenever I feel like. Is that like <laughs> Alex say? Um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay, well, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, upcoming card uh, with uh, Jairzinho Rosenstrike versus Cyril Gane. You mean you mean Gan? Is it Gane? Wait, is, is it Gane or Gan? Man, I don't know. Like, how we're about to find out this weekend. <laughs> Listen, all I know is is Joe Rogan and the boys say Gan, so he's gone, I guess. They don't know. They, yeah, man. No one knows. <laughs> Apparently, Israel Asanya's name is supposed to be pronounced Adesanya. It is Adesanya, but yeah. I'm Nigerian, so I know that. But yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Whatever. Yeah. As long Anglicize as them, it. As long as them dudes are cashing them checks, I ain't got no problems. I ain't got no problems. Um, you call Kamaru Kamaruddin? Kamaruddin Usman? Yes, I call him Kamaru, I call him Kamaru Usman. Um, Kamaru Usman? Usman. That- not Usman. Like. Yeah, Usman. I'm like, every time they say that, I feel like visibly, like physically sick. I'm like, Come on, guys. Come on. Strip him away. Strip his culture away from him some more, please. Jeez. Oh, Marty man. from Nebraska. That's that's his new name. No, that was funny. That was, funny. man. If we have some actual topics to get into, but yeah. we got to give it up. That, like, eight months nine month stretch where like Ben Askren hadn't joined the UFC just fought Robbie Lawler signed for the UFC fought Robbie Lawler um and was building up for the Masvidal fight like we got some of the best like man, he was promo great. content I've ever seen like, he was great like <laughs> man the the whole that press conference where he's annoying Dana to the point where Dana just wants to go up the stage and hit him across the head it was it was fantastic and Ben <laughs> I and that's watched... exactly what he's doing, and he's pretending like he's oblivious to everything. I, I actually also watched that. I watched that one a couple of times, and what's funny about that one is like, what about the other guys? <laughs> like he was literally answering like every question. Like, what about the other guys who are there to promote their fights? Yeah, poor Anthony Smith is in the back, is on the side, just like chilling. Literally, <laughs> crazy man. And Don't honestly, you know, he's still living up to the hype. Ben Askren is still living up to the hype. Um, 
of his previous or living up to form in hyping his fight with Jake Paul or Logan Paul, whoever the hell he's fighting. Man, he better win. <laughs> right. If he doesn't win, how big of an L is that for MMA? Oh my. Okay, it's not an L for MMA in general because I think most MMA fans know that this like. I am so shocked that, like, Stepno's one of the smartest people I know when it comes to MMA. Like, he's a very smart MMA mind. And yet, he thinks this is going to be a wash. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what my ears he in. Um, comes, <laughs> comes, what is it, April 17th? But I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I'm not saying Ben Askren's going to lose. I'm, I'm just saying it's going to be... Way too competitive for my liking. That's all I'm trying to say. I get it. (laughs) Where do you stand? What do you think is going to happen? I'm like, well, you know what? I don't know. It could go two ways. Either there's a wide-scale gap between Ben Askren and uh, whichever Paul is fighting, or it's a competitive fight. I don't think it's likely that the other Paul, like the Paul is way better than Ben Askren. Ben Askren is a professional. He's yeah. minimum, minimum has been like boxing for at least 10 years. Like minimum. Well, that's the thing. Ben Askren doesn't get tired and he's got a couple cheese moves, you know, yeah, like everyone's got like, yeah, everyone's got like their cheese moves that they do that gets everybody, you know, um, yeah, ben exactly. has a couple of those. And he so has, like, a competition experience. Like, way, like, a significant advantage. Like, exactly. if this was, like, a, a three-fight or an eight-fight fighter fighting... Or remember when we had, a, what's that guy, Impa Kasanganai? With, like, what, yeah. eight fights uh, fighting in the UFC? Um, versus, like, guys with, like, 20, 30 fights? Like, you're always gonna... just stuff you're not gonna be seeing in there. Like, the other guy's gonna be seeing, so... I don't know. We'll see, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I will not be paying for that. That's for sure. Sorry, guys. Um, oh, my God. And I can't believe I didn't say this. And I swear, audience, we have some actual topics, and we'll keep it brief. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, Dana White was like, um, they asked somebody asked him during a press conference, uh, how do you think we did with the streaming of uh, MMA fights? And Dana White responded, uh, actually, uh, I think it was the Usman fight. And Dana White responded, uh, "Actually, uh, none of the guys were, none of the big guys were screaming this week. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think we actually scared him off." Dana, come on. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm convinced he's doing it for fun. I'm come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Is this a Trump <laughs> Just like claim you've beaten like, like an imaginary opponent. Anyway. <laughs> He's a joker, man. He's a joker. I like it. Dude. I like He's it. Game recognized game. <laughs> I literally laughed just as hard when he said that. It was so ridiculous. Um, he literally said like we beat this. Like none of the big guys were streaming today, so like nobody, nobody really like. Um, oh my god. Oh, that's rich. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So, um, is there any news you wanted to talk about uh, 
<laughs> oh, all right. And scene. Okay, go ahead. Uh, is there any week? Uh, any news you want to talk about this week? Um, I don't know if we're gonna save this for Sunday, but you told me there was a 16-year-old fighting oh, overseas. Goodness. I have bittersweet feelings about the 1FC card, and I can definitely save it for Sunday. I would love, you know, other people's to, like, watch it and get their opinions on it. Mm. Um, but I can give a really brief rundown of some notes I took. So, uh, Vin, Vin, Victoria Lee, who's Angela, <laughs> Angela Lee's uh, younger sister. Who By the is, way, Angela Lee is Angela... Uh, uh, Angela Ooh. Lee... Um, one championship standout. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One championship standout. I think is a current my, uh, MMA champion uh, something. Um, not really sure how they do their divisions, honestly. Um, but she's just 16 years old. Uh, she showed some decent wrestling against Iran newbie. Um, and my on ta- on air question to you would be, how would you feel like if you got beaten by a 16 year old? Yeah, I, I'd go home. I, I'm, I'm calling it a day. Um, yeah, no, I. But you know what the crazy thing is, and I was saying this. Um, they're gonna, there's gonna be a new tap out like right across the street from where I live, and it cannot come at a better time because the talent that's around the area, like sometimes I roll with some of these 16 year olds that come into the gym, and you know. They're way more advanced than, well, granted, I wasn't doing jujitsu, but, like, their striking is more advanced. Guys are, like, they're way further along than I ever was from a technical perspective. Guys are are getting more pro-ready. Like, guys are, are, are doing tactics. Like, they're thinking tactics, like, way better and picking them up at, at that age than I ever was, right? So, you know, the game, the game, the thing about MMA is, it's really is rapidly evolving, you know. So I will say, um, it's not impossible, but you know, you should not be losing to a sixteen year old. A sixteen year old should not even be fighting, but that was kind of my perspective, honestly. I just felt like there was something wrong with what I was watching, but that's just me. Um I but... think it's because it's a different country, probably different rules on age. Yeah. Uh, restrictions and I don't know. I mean, I have mixed but mostly positive feelings about 1FC, honestly. Um, but I, I felt it was – they put a graphic up there which said that Serena Williams made her professional de- debut at 14. And they're trying to, like, you know, kind of make the two equivalents, mm-hmm. uh, which was a weird thing to do, by the way. But, uh, yeah, anyway, she – Victoria Lee showed decent wrestling against uh, a, a newbie. And I just thought, like, that was – was interesting. Um, another thing on the card, uh, man, uh, we can talk about the card later because that was it was a, actually a pretty good card with mm-hmm. uh, a pretty decent prelim fights. Uh, you know, we had Rod Tang, uh, Petrosian fighting. We had uh, Wonder Girl on the card as well, and there was even a fight between I think it's like uh, I don't want to mess up their names, but uh, this uh, Japanese guy and a Chinese guy, and it was it was sick. It was like a like a kickboxing stand up feast. 
But um, I saw this ad on 1FC, and I, I need everybody to go watch this, please. And everybody else find this ridiculous as I did. 1FC is doing an apprentice show in true Donald Trump fashion. So basically, um, a set oh, of, I heard about of people yeah, are going to be doing physical and then business challenges to win <laughs> for the chance to win a $250,000 job, a year job. Um, it looks awful. It looks plastic. I will definitely be watching. I was about to say, you're, you're going to watch. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you know what? Reach for the stars, man. Like, reach for the stars. They saw the UFC. They were like, you know what? Um, they're doing the ultimate fighter. Why not have the ultimate business exec? Right. I, I the next Dana White? Well, I think the thing about 1FC is they almost... Okay, so people ask, okay, why can't you promote your fighters like more for the UFC? Why are you why don't you do X, Y, and Z? And the answer to that is one championship, right? Like where you almost go the other way, right? Where it's like you guys take yourselves too seriously to a fault and like you're you're kind of shameless for your brand itself, right? In the attempt to promote really, really hard. I think that's like the UFC is just very shield heavy. Whereas the one FC is very sword heavy. If you know marketing, then you know what I'm talking about when I say that. Um, it's just it's just the way it goes, unfortunately. It's just sometimes when they put themselves on an island, like because Angela Lee fights, I know I could be a doctor. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, f- I just feel like their marketing is very shameless. Um, it is shameless. Not all of their fights are must see TV, honestly. But they have their Muay Thai and kickboxing is pretty darn good. Like they they have something there. Um, in my their opinion, MMA is not bad too when you find the right guy. Like matchups, like they got yeah. they got MMA shredded's on there. Jeff Chad, Demetrius uh, Johnson's fighting uh, soon. I think exactly right. Yeah. He's one champion. He's the flyweight champion right now, right? Or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. So, I, 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 what I want to see is a bunch of these Muay Thai guys really like. Go, give it a good go at uh, MMA. Uh, I know Rod Tang. Um, well, we got the answer to that. It's 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 stamp. It's stamp. No, we did not get the answer to that. I, I just feel like we can talk about this another time. There's something going. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk another. We'll talk another time. I, I just feel like it's weird. I, I don't think any of the Fair Sex girls are champions right now. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, which but is shout out to them. Uh, well, seriously. I think well, when Wonder Girl came onto the show, uh, bless her heart too. She gave us yeah, no, seriously, all the time we love Wonder, Wonder Girl. Girl. Yeah, um, but they kind of she kind of alluded. I don't know if this is the mentality of every girl, but they kind of alluded to the fact that like, yo, they they want to get paid. You know Man, I'm saying? I'm saying it's not even just girls; it's guys as well. Yeah. Like the Muay Thai and kickboxing guys all want to do um, MMA. Like, it just because, seems like it's a more lucrative thing to do. Yeah, because they're trying to get paid, you know? I get it. I get it. I'm not yeah. mad at nobody. I'm not. But it would be great to see, like, you know, a truly special Muay Thai, like, uh, practitioner, like, transition, like, really well into MMA. Uh, so I'm actually encouraging of it. I hope it happens. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, some of these matchups, like, just don't seem to be going, going the Muay Thai person's way. Um, and then, yeah, my final point on this is I really want to see Rich Franklin's contract because, man, uh, 
he must be like the commentator who speaks the least uh, I've ever seen. Like he is, he just doesn't care, and I love it. I love it. Um, he, yep. he he'll give scores when he wants. He'll like pass on questions if he wants. There's some fights he doesn't even say anything. I, I love it, man. You know what? You know what though? I heard they threw a ton of money at him. I don't blame him. A ton. I don't blame him, man. And yeah, like you know what though? I've always said the UFC should bring back like um, Eddie Bravo scorecards. They used to do that for a while. Yeah. Eddie Bravo, and they should. I don't know if it necessarily has to be Eddie. It doesn't have to be. But like even Trevor Whitman, he does a lot of work for ESPN. Mm -hmm. Have Whitman's scorecard. Like the problem is Trevor Whitman is also a coach. So, um, yeah, there's gonna yeah, be some yeah. bias. You can't like give it to a guy who's actively in the field. Um, but I do like the idea of having like some kind of rough, yeah. like you know, scoring system for at least like not like newbies, but like you know what I mean. Like you have yeah. to uh, kind of understand what you're watching in order to understand how the ten point must system and even understand what the scores are. Like we just assume that everybody knows like how this is being scored and for somebody who is uneducated it'd be great if the comment commentators could or some kind of graphic could like yeah help. even like they do that in boxing right so yeah no for sure and that and that's why i'm just, i think rich franklin's role is is just educate the masses that's it like don't do anything else but educate oh man right? oh man yeah yeah you know what that's a good point because some of the other guys are pretty are pretty bombastic yeah, um and anyway just like Bring it back, you know. Anyway, all right, all right. Let's let's talk some let's talk some fights. Yeah, let's talk some fights, man. Oh, although yeah, let's talk some fights. So, um, upcoming on February twenty seventh, we have Jairzinho Rosenstroik, uh, eleven and one fighter out of Dutch Suriname, versus Cyril Gane, <laughs> seven and zero oh fighter from France. Michael. Did you who did you got? just give me a, a France? I did. And, I did. Uh, Who have you got? Who have you got? Um, I think I. Ooh, I was about to say God, and I I kind of like thought about it. Uh, I think God is a technically better fighter than Josinho Rosenstrike. Expand, please. He's a better grappler. He's a better kicker. He's got better idea of distance management. He's better in the clinch. He might be a better technical boxer, too. Um, yeah, I think he's just a, a more complete fighter. But more complete doesn't necessarily mean gets the W. Especially when you're Jorginho Rosenstrike and you got that nuke that is that left hook. Um you know, and he just, and that's the thing, he just paws out that left hook, but because he's twisting his hips and getting so much torque, it just, uh, it just puts guys out. And the thing about Surreal Gone is, he is, like, look, he he's not bad defensively, but he is hittable. For sure. So um, His hands do go down when he throws sometimes. Sometimes. But usually he's, like, really good at distance management, right? So he's never, never really just, like, there to be hit. At least from the few fights, really, that we've seen yeah, in the UFC. Yeah. I mean, he beat he beat Dos Anjos for Dos Anjos, Dos Santos, for God's sakes. So yeah, like this is definitely a top tier, a top echelon guy. Like you know, we've been saying on this show for I mean, how many months now? So we know we we, we knew already 
it's just when you're dealing with guys like Rosenstroik and for that matter Lewis, right? They could always be be down and out until they hit you with something in their hands, and it it makes no reasonable sense. Like, you know, Rosenstroik hits like he hits unreasonably hard, like like to to an almost shocking degree because he throws from such a he, he he doesn't wind up you know what i'm saying it's just such a there it is boom hits you so yeah like i i i i like gon's chances i actually would like to see what happens if he takes it down to the mat like what like let's see it um you know why not you know be that guy t- Take it you know mat. what's going to happen when it goes to the mat. Yeah, you know, um, Surreal God gets his back, you know, puts puts on the applies the pressure. Um, you never know what could happen. But, yeah, like, I, I, I like Surreal God's chances. I'm just very hesitant to put down. You know what? Screw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Lock it in. Give me Surreal God. Yeah, I think Sirogan might be the favorite for this. Um, but I like Rosenstrike, man. I think he's underrated. Yeah, uh, me too. His only loss has come against Francis Ngannou, which is no shame. And I wouldn't say it was like a freak knockout, but, you know, it was really quick. So That fight was so interesting looking back. Like, like so much. I love Francis Ngannou, just as a human being, man. What a guy. Um, man, this, and I like this, that- Rosenstrike, too. These guys, you know what? That's why I was trying to explain to you with Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Is like, look, if you want the answer of who the man is, sometimes you're not going to like the answer you're going to get. And, and these and these boys went out there and went like, okay, we're going to figure out who who hits harder. And For sure. And the answer was uh, Nagano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's for sure. And shout out to the UFC matchmaker for that one, man. Like. That was the true treat for us MMA fans because we were just like, we don't know what's going to happen. And it lived up to the hype for these sure. Guys, these guys just started swinging. Yo, poor Rose. <laughs> Man, I keep saying, Nganu ran after that dude like he owed him money. Like He was trying to like, he was trying to separate him from his soul. Shout yeah. out to that guy. Oh. Nobody but Nganu. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Wild wings. Okay, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think Rosenstroik's got really good hands. I think I don't know. I haven't seen enough of Gani's fights, Gan's fights. I don't even know how to pronounce his name, honestly. But I, I do know that he's got a more diverse set of skills than Rosenstroik. Um, his striking, I would say, is a little bit more unorthodox, especially for a big guy, and that can be helpful. Rosenstruck is way, way smaller than him. I think, like, Gan's, like, what, 6'5", or something, something yeah. like that? He's a big guy. You know, Rosenstruck is listed at 6'4", which is insane. Oh. Absolutely not. He's This guy's probably my height. Are you kidding me? No, take it easy. Take it easy. No, is, like, a good three or four inches shorter than um, Buddy, uh, than Cyril Gan, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So how's he gonna close the distance? Um Well that left hook is, is look, if it 
if he can parry something and hit that left hook over the top, he can get anybody, you know? Yeah, and that's another thing. Who's going to be the aggressor? Uh, probably Gan, I would think, because he's been the aggressor in pretty much all of his fights so far. But, like, you know, I, Rose... like, I liked what Gan did against Dos Santos, though. He's yeah. drawing out reactions, he's keeping a distance, but he is pressuring. I think that's the way to do this. Yeah, I think you actually hinted at maybe the way to do this is to get the uh, the fight to the floor. Um, we've not really, I can't really remember Royal Strike being tested on the floor too much. I have to go back. Uh, great prep for this preview show. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think like I, I do know Gan has like decent, like a decent ground game. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Man loves the loves the heel hook too. So yeah. Yeah, it's true for a big guy. Weird. Yeah, man. Uh, he just does a lot of weird stuff you don't see big guys doing. I think that's why a lot of people like him. But you Full know, package. Rodensburg is the real deal too. Like I was really in. Like they wanted to test him against. You know, Ar- they gave him all the guys that they tested him. Arlovsky. Uh, let me just pull up his record right now. Remember when he? Remember when Alan Crowder came in, coming off of that DQ win against Greg Hardy? Was facing Rosenstrike, and Rosenstrike knocked him out in nine seconds. <laughs> yes. yes. Poor Alan Crowder. I shouldn't be laughing. I should not be laughing. But it was literally off a jab. Boom. Boom, boom. And it was like, oh. Yeah. Like, they didn't so- waste any time with this guy, man. So after the Alan Crowder fight, which, by the way, uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that was his second fight. He beat Albini, Junior Albini. Um, beat Alan Crowder. Uh, beat Arlovsky. Uh, beat Overeem with that like last second knockout. Yeah. Um, controversial, Overeem but shut him down, eh? Overeem shut him down. Yeah, yeah. Lost to Nganu, um, beat Dos Santos, and this is his first fight since that Dos Santos fight. So he's got to. There's not a, other than maybe his first couple of fight, fights, like there's not a scrub in there at all. Like, yeah, he's legit. He's a proven heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's for real. It's just. I don't know. I just I think Gan is the more complete guy, and I tend to lean on the more complete guy to get the victories, uh, more so than judging, you know, he, judging based on the fact that Rosenstruck might catch Gan somewhere. You know, like I, that's just the way I see it. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like to pick it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that and lock it in. Fair enough. Uh, Stefano and I said the exact same thing in the last preview show, and we were really wrong. So. That's <laughs> um, okay, so moving on to the next fight, I probably have even less to say about this one. Um, Nikita Krylov versus Magomed Ankalaev. It's going to be a fun fight, and we're going to see a lot of weird stuff. Uh, that I know. Um, who's going to win? Eh, not sure. What do you think? Well, interesting. This is a uh, Russia versus Ukraine uh, matchup. Are we going Crimean on this? I, I think we are going – although, although in fairness, Magomed uh, looks like he's of the Islamic um, cock, uh, region. True. So might not be of that um, elk, but it is still a a Ukraine versus Russia matchup. So you know there's going to be some tensions. You know you know Boris and, and, and Hilda are going to get to – no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking. I'm completely joking. Um, I had no idea where you would go with that one. I'm going to keep it a bug. <laughs> I was gonna say some stereotypical Russian names, you know. They're oh, definitely gonna be watching. And nah, 
and yeah, it was good. It was it was just not going into a place I I wanted it to go. So. <laughs> but it's like, but no, like in fairness, Ukraine versus Russia is like very similar to Pakistan versus India in the sense that like you know you're gonna get it's it's it yeah, matters. It's right? like Canada and the U.S. Right? Yeah, it matters, right? So. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if that, that really does play a part in anything here. Um, I am, my guess would be probably not, but you never know. Right. Uh, in terms of who, what I like about this fight, I think Magomed and Kalayev, um, really showed me some things against Ian Katsalaba twice where, um, he, he patient, but not inactive, you know, um, He's really he's really good at drawing you out by attacking as well um, with his hands. Nakia Krylov is an accomplished striker in his own right as well, and is a much improved fighter on the ground. I don't think he's gonna try Ankalaev there because Ankalaev can grapple. Um, so you're gonna get a stand up war, and in that case, you know I might lean Krylov, but I no I might lean Krylov, but you know I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, and Kalayev takes home the W for Mother Russia. Yeah, yeah. I think it could go either way, honestly. It's one of those fights. Um, once again, I will pull up who Ankalaev has fought in the past in the UFC. Because I'm just wondering, you know. Don't worry, I'll play the Yakti Sack. Uh, what? What do you call it? The, you know the the song that Sack. I'll I'll do that while you look up. Gotcha. So his first fight was a lot in the US it was a loss to Paul Craig, which shouts out to Paul Craig. Man, I love that guy. Uh what a fight. Was it by triangle? Uh it says by submission here, so um it might be. I have to check. Paul Craig has the best triangle in the game. He does, he does. So uh, well, I don't know about the best one, but he has a very good one for a Scottish guy. Um, and then, yeah, he has a win over Marcin Pachno. Um, a win over Clidson Farias de Abreu, which I think I actually watched that fight. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Who? No. Yeah, sorry. really. Um, really. Um, a win over Daucha Lunjambula, whose name I should be able to say uh, as an African. I was about to say, is that your brother? Yeah, man. Shout out to that guy. But uh, wrong di- wrong division. Although that was all the way. Uh, yeah, that's a light heavyweight. And then, yeah, uh, two wins over Ion Kutsalaba. So no disrespect, but this is definitely perhaps his biggest test. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But yeah, no, I would lean. I'd lean Krylov. I just think Krylov is a much more experienced uh, guy in that cage, and he's a much more experienced striker. Although Ekalov has all the tools to stymie him, all yeah. the tools. That's for sure. Okay, Mike. Uh, are there any other fights that you want to talk about? Um, um yeah. let's see. I, I don't I I don't mind the Pedro Munoz versus Jimmy Rivera fight. I don't want to talk about it, but I don't mind it. Um, Montana De La Rosa, uh, I believe this is the wife of Mark De La Rosa. I believe, um, and any and I I am a huge fan of Mark De La Rosa, so you know, hope she wins. And Angela Hill's fighting on the card, and we. You know, I talked about her a lot 
in the video that we put out on the channel today about Black History Month. So, you know, yay. Uh, you should. I should have watched that. Then I would have had a, a thought on Angela Hill as well. But, yeah, I'll make sure to check that out. Go watch it, people. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, um, you know, I don't know if this is the podcast to say this, but, hey, guys, GDR is black. Jermaine Durandame is black. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. Since when? Um, one of her parents is from Dutch Suriname. Huh. Yeah. All right. So I can't remember. Oh, okay, so we do it. have a decent black woman fighter. Finally. Oh. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. We have been right in front of us the entire time. We have Angela Hill. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. Clarissa who? Clarissa who? <laughs> but yeah, no, like yeah, GDR is black, so that was just kind of something that it was honestly a learn uh, something I learned today. I kind of th- for see here's the thing too. I was trying for the life of me to see if Robbie Lawler was black he's or not. had some black, but he's not right. And I looked really hard. Had, you know, in the hot ninety seven or like the Breakfast Club, and that was really weird. But no, he's he's not. Any any time a any a UFC fighter goes onto some like sort of mainstream station, I I just I worry. It's because, so cringe. Yeah, because if it's not Asanya, get him. That's at what I'm saying. The only yeah. person that I've actually been entertained by has been like Asanya. Um, I don't know what I it is. Gregor could do it, but they just don't call him. Uh, it's like a shtick, though. Like it's doing like a shtick. Like it's really obvious. Asanya is just entertaining. Yeah, but could you imagine? Could you imagine though, in a world where Colby Covington is on The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne, I I would pay, I would pay. But Charlemagne would never do that though. But um, yeah, I would. I would, I would yeah, I'd pay top dollar, top dollar. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Like I, you know, shouts out to all the fighters though. Hilarious. Uh. You know, but yeah, like that's the only real like I've always said to myself, I'm not gonna talk, you know, every single fight, like look, because you know, let, let's be honest with each other, right? The, the, you came to see Surreal God versus Jersey and Rosen Strike. It's gonna be on TSN five, it's gonna be good, watch it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, um some of these other guys are UFC vets, Alex Casares, Bruce Leroy, you know. Sometimes can have a good fight. Um, got the Alexis Davis, the Canadian. Um, and then, yeah, Alexander Hernandez versus Tiago Moises is not a bad fight. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Okay. So, honestly, this, I mean, we're just happy. I'm just happy to be watching fights, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, there's no one here to threaten the children. Oh, yeah. Do, uh, do, how would you like to try this? Man, give it, give it a shot, brother. Please. Okay. Uh, like, subscribe, watch on YouTube, follow us on the Grams. Um, yeah. If not, we will run to your family and I don't know, throw them on a train track like one of those old timey movies and tie them to the train track and then set the train to come and run them over. Yeah, something like that. While ragtime music plays in the back. Okay, I just gotta say that. Do you know they're making a new Tom and Jerry movie? I heard. I heard. Oh, how are they making a new Tom and Jerry movie? We, you all, it's been established that that scarred us as children. Like, why are you making a new one? 
Anyway, random rant. That's been the leg kick, everyone. <laughs> um, right. Thank yeah. you, everyone. In this, what, in this crazy mixed up world where, yeah, they're making a new Tom and Jerry movie. What about it? No, I mean, <laughs> just remember you got three things you got life, you got family, and this podcast. Stay safe, everybody. Man, Dana White and those streamers, eh? They're going to war. They're going to battle. That was so fucking funny.